Hello and welcome to a mini edition of the Tag One Team Talks, the vlog and podcast of Tag One Consulting. I'm Michael Myers, the Managing Director of Tag One, and today we're celebrating and looking back on 20 years of Drupal, which is pretty insane and amazing. We're really proud to have many team members at Tag One that have been part of Drupal for a very long time, many since the very beginning, and with many people on staff that have had made major contributions and impact on the platform. I'm joined today by Nat Catchpool, who is one of our most senior team members at Tag One. I've known Nat for almost a decade and have had the honor of working with him across uh, several different organizations, and I'm really excited to have you uh, with us today, Nat, to give us your perspective. Why don't we start off? You can give people just a quick background, what your uh, current role is in the Drupal community. Yes, yeah, so at the moment, I'm one of the core committed team. So I have two like official titles. One is release manager, one is framework manager. So uh, release manager, uh, make sure that the minor and major and also patch releases kind of happen as they go alongside XGen. There's two of us who are working it together. And framework manager just means that like PHP framework issues that need like in-depth review. I'm one of the people that gets asked to review those when they need it. Not not like every single patch goes through that, but just like there's, and we like talk amongst ourselves about like direction changes and things like, like that when, when there are tricky issues to, to review. And I've been doing that for, well, quite a long time, about seven years or something like that. Is that how long you've been involved in the community in total, or? No, it's a lot longer than that. I I downloaded Drupal in two thousand and four. So what's that? Sixteen and a half years ago. To use it on a site, but I hadn't. I, I wasn't contributing until like nine months a year later. So basically, like I made a like a little website with it, and it was like while I was using other CMSs at the time. Like I, I had a post nuke site in like 2002, and then WordPress, and like all the like the like there was a big wide range of PHP CMSs at that point, and I was kind of working through them, and landed on Drupal about 2004, and then registered on Drupal.org in 2005, and then and I've been here sort of since. Yeah. Do you remember how you first heard of or or came across Drupal, and and why uh, you decided to give it a shot? I don't remember how I came across it at all. Although and it may have been like a list, like someone had done like a blog post with a list of CMSs or something like that, I'm not sure. But the reason I started using it was, I think, because of the taxonomy module. So I had like a lot of articles to put on a website and I wanted to be able to categorize them. And at that point, I think WordPress did not even have tagging of any shape or form. <laughs> And most of the other ones didn't either. And then Drupal had like, you know, you can have like a tag hierarchy, you could have like different vocabularies that was already in there in like 2005 or something. And I landed on that and then like kept, kept going with it from there. Which is pretty crazy because didn't Marco on the tag one team invent taxonomy? Yeah, I think that was like three years before I started using it, a couple of years before I started using it, something like that, yeah. Wow, and it's pretty cool still, that like still use it for sites now. It hasn't even changed that much, you know. Amazing. 
So I I know it was like 15, 16 years ago, and I feel like we were kids (laughs) when we first met. But do you remember your first commit and what version? Yeah, kind of, yeah. So when I started working on Drupal, I didn't actually know any PHP at all. I was like doing... I was teaching saxophone and I was working like random temping jobs in London and stuff like that on, on the side and things like that. So, but there were bugs that I wanted to get fixed that were affecting the site. Cause like you can build a site with Drupal without code. And that was true now. That's true now. That was true in 2005. And, and so I had bugs I wanted to get fixed and they weren't getting fixed. They were like, they'd been open for like two years, something like that. So the first issue that I worked on that eventually got committed, not the first commit, the first commit was like a typo in a code comment or something. But the first one I actually, like, I actually registered on Drupal.org because I was like, I've got this bug, I want to get it fixed, how can I get it fixed? And it got committed, I think, like two or three years later and I actually had learned some PHP by then and helped get it fixed. It was Node 6162, which was the, so you got comments and you got 30 pages of comments. As soon as you ended up with two pages, the link to new comments on the post would just take you to the first page. It wouldn't take you to the second page. And it had been open since like 2004. I think it got fixed in Drupal 6, something like that. So it, it was like, it had been open like a year, year and a half, two years before I found the issue. And then it took another two or three years to fix. But it was like, that was a, a hard issue to fix. And it was literally like, I was learning PHP between finding the issue and it getting committed at the end. Wow. It's pretty amazing <laughs> to hear that. Like you think about like the velocity and, and the kind of stuff you're working on today. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I literally learned, I mean, I, like I t- was teaching myself uh, alongside other jobs and stuff, but a lot of programming I learned through working on Drupal core, like trying to fix stuff I was hitting in and then like for its own sake to kind of get better at things and stuff like that. So, yeah. so would you say that Drupal core is, uh, is, big way of how you've learned PHP and yeah definitely because it was like I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't have even known where to look for like like boot camps or something like that I don't think that was like mid 2000s that was really happening and I had like jobs like my first kid was born around that time stuff like that so it's like in in the evening and then one job I had where I didn't have actually much office work. So in the office, <laughs> like, I would like go on Drupal.org and review issues and stuff and basically pick it up by most. It's like it probably took a lot longer than learning properly. But but it's like you had people who were like you could go and you could ask questions on IRC of people and get answers. And like there's plenty of people to teach you. It's not like you have one person that's setting you stuff to do. You've got like at that time, I don't know how many regular contributors there were, maybe like. 30, 50, 30, 50 people, you can just ask questions and they'll happily give you an answer because you're trying to work on stuff that gets it fixed. So, yeah, it helps a lot. You know. Wow. So you've worked on an insane number of things. What is the least favorite thing that you've been a part of and what is your favorite thing that you've been a part of? I think the favorite thing I've been a part of is probably the performance work. And I, like, I haven't been doing much recently because I'm basically, most of the time now I commit patches and review patches nearly all the time. And to keep on top of that is like a big effort. So actually working on patches myself, unless it's for client work, which is different, but I don't really get to choose as much what comes in with that. I, I don't actually work on like 
core programming that much. So look, when I was, I was mainly working on like performance, like just before I got commit access. And that's still some of my favorite work to do. And I'd like to kind of get back to some of that a little bit. And things like cache tags and multiple entity loading, like kind of started working on it around Drupal 6 and some of them got into like Drupal 7 and then Drupal 8. And it's kind of happy with the progress that we made on Drupal performance. Like it's kind of got worse, but we did fix a lot of it. We got it less, maybe, maybe made it less worse or something like that. And least favorite, that's a good question. I mean, there are issues open now that I remember looking at 2007 and they're still open today. So I think it's it's the kind of, or and or sometimes I work on issues and then like there's another issue and I work on the other issue like a year later and then like four years later, I realize it's the same bug or something like that. That really like, I hate that. So like just when the queue is out of control and you don't know what's in there and you don't, and like sometimes you're working on things that other people and you duplicate and work with each other rather than on the same thing that that and i've like spent a lot of time trying to triage the queue over the years to kind of cut that down so that actually what is in there reflects what needs to be done and you can find if there is or is not a bug report for the problem that you have and i think it's probably like it's not a lot better now there's this new bug smashing initiative for Drupal core where there's been a lot of triage happening and that's starting to make a dent but the backlog is big so and that's so it makes it hard to to find like if you've got a problem it makes it makes it hard to find a fix for it and when you want to fix a problem it makes it hard because you don't always know that you're actually in the right place doing doing what you need to do I'd love to do a, a follow-up talk with you at some point like one of our core confidentials you have you very unique insight into like what it takes to manage such a large contributor base, I, I can't I can't imagine what it's like to be you know neck deep <laughs> in these issue queues and and you know wrangling all of that is, is is pretty crazy. So thank you for doing that. All right, favorite least favorite feature, all the things that Drupal does. What do you think? Not not you know most impact, but personally to you, what do you love? Your favorite feature? What do you hate? Uh, I mean, it's got the favorite has got to be the entity system. Like that was the reason I started using it, even though it wasn't called the entity system then. And it's just like you know, feels and CCK. It's just you can't. I've never seen anything that approaches what you can do with Drupal, and it's and and it's kind of improved. Like conceptually, it hasn't changed for like 15 years, really. Like since CCK and views got got added to Contrib, the concepts that you're kind of building sites with have not really fundamentally changed since that. And that's like what 2006, seven something. But like technologically, obviously, it's improved like dramatically. It's still problems, but it's gone a very, very long way. Like the past five, eight years, something like that. Like we really like matured a lot. So yeah, it's just like that's for me. That's like what makes Drupal what it is. Everything else is kind of, I mean, is even if it's good, it's only good because of the entity system kind of thing. Yeah, I remember the the content construction kit and 
some of the technological nightmares of it early on. <laughs> so it's it's definitely improved dramatically, and it's and there was like there was flexi field before that that I nearly used. That was one of my early Drupal decisions. Was like whether to use CCK or flexi field. And flexi field used for every single field on the whole site in this huge table, and all the values would be strings in the same column, but they would all mean different things. And I never actually used it. I was very glad that I did. <laughs> like about two years later, by the time it was just like, I don't know which one to use. Yeah. I, I don't know why I recall CCK creating like an insane number of tables or something, but you know. Yeah, no, that's that's that was the difference between it. So Flexible was literally one table for all of your content on your whole site for every every content type, every field was just this massive, like basically like putting in a spreadsheet. And then CCK was like a a table for every field, which has its own problems, but it's not as bad as having one. <laughs> <laughs> Two ends of the insane spectrum. <laughs> it's definitely come a long way. So, at least favorite. Anything drive you nuts? There's some. There's some modules in Core that I really want to kill. Not because they're bad, but just because like every year there'll be like a bug and I know that they're not really getting used like RDF is one nothing wrong with RDF but no like sites don't really use it and it and then like what like we had a there's a we use this single easy RDF for testing and that wasn't PHP 7.4 or something like that and it's like if we didn't have the module in call, we wouldn't have to worry about the dependency. So like, it's, it's hard to, it's hard, somewhat hard to get new features into call, like big features, but it's extremely hard to get rid of them once they're in. And like, <laughs> and like, there's some of those issues have been open for years. And it's, it's like, you do have to, you have to find a way for people to get off the modules and we are slowly getting better at this, but it, it takes a long time. I literally, yeah, literally before this call, I was looking at an issue about like how to deprecate modules properly and stuff. What's the biggest missing feature? What do you think Drupal really needs that it doesn't have? I would say like it's not really a feature, but a more reliable database upgrade path between releases than we have had, because mm -hmm. that is the thing since forever that catches everyone out and catches us out as core developers as well. It's just incredibly difficult to get the updates right. And it's like, yeah, like the, the update system is very old and there are a lot of very, very difficult, like dependencies between updates, which ones run first, things like that. Very, very, very difficult, but it's not really a feature, but that's what I'm picking. <laughs> so what do you think is the best thing about being part of Drupal? I think like being able to, like for me, being able to learn it and then start doing it as, as a job without, without any like traditional, like computer science background or anything like that was was great and it's like I was like encouraged to contribute when I joined the site and when I started looking at issues and I like I would start, like ham-fistedly try to help and people would steer you in the right direction and I think that that is still true today like there is a lot of support in place for new contributors 
and you can like you can find your way to getting stuff fixed even if you don't necessarily have the skills to fix it yourself there's always there's like ways to help with issues to move them forwards whether it's like testing or triaging or whatever it is so you can help to get stuff done and you can learn by by doing unless and you know still that still happens with me on issues today like i'll learn new stuff all the time reviewing issues because it's like there's always bits of core that i know nothing about and then suddenly something gets gets in the rtbc queue and i have to try and learn about it so it's an amazing opportunity for people to get an education that's unparalleled you know real hands-on experience i think i think a lot of people feel that way that you know through contributing to open source, Drupal in particular, they've learned so much and it's accelerated their, you know, careers, their, you know, everything. So. All right, wrapping up. I really appreciate your time and I know that you're crazy busy neck deep in the issue queues. <laughs> so <laughs> before we go though, real quick, is there anything you want to add, anyone you, you want to thank? So, you know, I thought you were going to ask if you had any mentors early on. Yeah, like, is, is there anyone that you want to thank for, you know, getting you to where you are today? You know, looking back, are there people that stand out, you know, or, you know, a shout out to, you know, anyone so, in particular? So very early on, when I was, like, first started on the issue queue, Charlie Chicks, I can never say his last name, Nidigazi, and Andrew Byron and Peter Lanin were some of the very early issue queue people that like started talking to me and helping me get through. So that was really what kind of got kept me working on Drupal once I started. If that makes sense. Like if like if like my comments had been ignored, I probably would have drifted off. And they would actually like give me feedback and stuff like that very early on and kept doing so for several years. So definitely like those people at the beginning. And then like since I've been like a regular contributor, like there's too many people to name, so I couldn't start a list because I forget people because it's just like yeah. Fair enough. There have been so many people that have helped, you know, me and helped Drupal. Awesome. Really appreciate you taking the time to to sit down with us and say hello to everybody and sharing your your look back. Have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike.